We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Bro, Some do you know fucking, when the event uh, is over? Do you, do you know when the event is over, Veritas? When's the event over? Hey, do you know when the event is over? There's an event happening, and I need to know when it's over. Do you know what time? What? When is the? What? When is the? What? What time is the event over, Veritas? When it's over, <laughs> and that's when you need to you need to have that song uh, like ready to play. Yeah. <laughs> everyone welcome to the podcast the show dedicated to talk about all the poggers things in life like music content creation and video games i am one of your co-hosts jessica sam (laughs) and i'm i see i can never do my dad could do the like like you could like talk i can't i can't do that i have to i need i need physics yeah i need i need like inertia Oh my god, you remember Donald Duck pre-inertia, dude? <laughs> oh my god, those were the days, those dude. Those were the days, bro. Darkwing, Darkwing, when Darkwing Duck, uh, before the they nerfed his... Yeah. Uh, the weight system. Scary weight, yeah. Crazy. What's that, man? Oh, I mean, you know, just fucking bored. There's mm. nothing... I, I, I was going to say there's nothing to play. There's the like plenty to play. I just like don't. I'm like in a weird yeah. rut right now where I just don't want to fucking play video games. <laughs> but for the first time in years, there's just nothing. Like I'm literally playing Diablo yeah. on autopilot, not paying attention, so that I can watch the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial oh. for the fourth time. But this time with Emily D. Baker, I believe is her name. Uh, like she's a lawyer. She's actually like a, I think like an L.A. district attorney or something like that. Mm. Um, and she had like. You know, live reactions back when it was going on. So now, I'm watching her, her live reactions in video form because it's yeah. like I'm trying to brush up on the old defamation. Mm. May or may not be relevant. Yeah, 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 yeah. I reached out to a bunch of people, uh, and I have not gotten any responses from any of the like lawyer folks <laughs> until 4 p.m. this afternoon. Mm. And I got a response back, so I, and, th- and this is actually honestly kind of dope. Um, did you? I hadn't seen anything that that Goat Moth, you know, remember Goat mm-hmm. that that he had done since the Wiggle video. Uh, yeah, sometimes I see some of his like vids pop up, but I haven't. Uh, 
I haven't watched. I know he did some like kind of scammer stuff. I know he either got sued or got threatened to be sued. So he, you know, I actually don't remember off the top of my head. I think he definitely got like a, a either a concerns notice or something, but but effectively mm. it was like we're gonna sue you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name, but he's Mario Cerami Cerame. Okay. I'm sure I'm I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right, but he actually is like a first amendment like lawyer guy. Okay. Um then this was actually recommended by someone in the community. Um that I went and watched the video and I guess the guy offered to help him uh goat out like pro bono. Now mm. I'm not I'm not looking to net, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm not looking for free shit. Um but yeah, you know he had he had him on one of his videos. He talked to him, answered a bunch of questions. He seemed like a really nice guy. Uh, so I actually reached out to Goat and was like, "Hey, is you know if he's like open for anything and whatever." Goat like contacted him within minutes, and then he basically emailed and was like, "Yo, here's my fucking cell phone." Oh, so I'm probably gonna see if I can hook up. W. I would love to have him like on stream and have like an yeah. interview. I have so many fucking questions, dude. Because that's really cool that he is not only like a lawyer in the field that you're looking for, but like a lawyer in the field that you're looking for that has done content before and has worked with content creators. Like, I feel like that's yep. a pretty valuable asterisk, you know, at the end of, you know, him doing what he does. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Like, I, I you know, have a bunch of questions <laughs> it, and it's all like pre lawyer you know, like I'm not looking for legal advice. If, yeah. If at some point it goes that far, then yeah, we'd probably take it offline. But um, yeah, yeah. But there's just so many things that I think just from like a high level, like hey, you know, someone in my position, what what should we worry about? What yeah, should we, yeah, yeah. You know, try to yeah. Every every day, I'm like I'm thinking about all the things like on stream. What am I saying? I'm basically at this point, I'm assuming everything I'm going to be doing is going to be in a deposition or play in court. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like literally, I mean, I'm like, will I get called in as a witness? Because we talk about it on the podcast. I say that I, hoping so. I, I mean, I doubt it. Um, Damn it. I mean, like if you I want, start we, can, defaming we, can, Billy Mitchell. we can DM back and forth a bunch of relevant court related stuff yeah. then they'll like then they'll you know require yeah. our discord logs <laughs> yeah and those will like go public and you know I'm, then my lawyer's gonna have to object that make sure that all of the yeah. you know private information's redacted the feed and pics and stuff yeah well yeah i mean that no they wouldn't show those in court <laughs> not not for free at least uh oh man that's funny but yeah, I right now I just like I just don't fucking feel like playing any games. I feel that. I feel that. It's like uh, I definitely feel the like so, so like separate from just like you and specifically the games that general sentiment of like there we live in such a world of like excess with a lot of things. Like I've been feeling that with like TV shows lately. I love watching TV shows, and there's like so many TV shows that I haven't watched that people tell me are good, but for some reason that makes me not want to watch any TV shows because there's just, like, so many. You know it's what like I mean? It's, like, overwhelming. It is. You get, like, fatigued thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, think like, about choosing between all of those other things. And so I can see that with games, too, where you've been, like, not married to one game but been bouncing around. 
because it's funny because you caught yourself. You were like, for a second, you're like, there's just nothing to play. And then you were like, well, there's tons to play. It's just there's nothing. I and, I and I immediately got it. I was like, yeah, there's so many things to play. There are so many good games. It's like, it's yeah, it's overwhelming. It's like, and you want, it's almost better if there's just like three games coming out this season. These two I don't really care about, but that one I'm super excited for. But when it's like, that game looks great. That game looks great. That game looks great. Everyone says this game is great. It's like, oh, well. Then which one do I get hyped about? Because I want to be hyped about it to play it. Yeah. But I'm not hyped about anything. And yeah. I think I'm like one step removed from that. Because like I'm not even <laughs> hyped to be hyped. Like mm. like back in the day, what would happen is I would sit down and I would like open up Premiere to start editing a video that like I needed to work on. And it was always... It was always like, oh, I really want to play X game. And I want to, I want to turn the stream on. Mm. And it was it was me like needing to make sure I did work. Yes. Uh, before the stream, you know, before I start the stream and start playing, and now it's like the other way around. Yeah. You know, like I had gone five six days in a row being between TwitchCon and stuff, where it was like I was just editing the fucking yeah. Billy Mitchell video. Um, and now I'm like, yeah, like like even today I I know busted out a chunk I, i'm currently at an hour and 37 minutes is is done it's like done done the first done, done. hour 37 okay yeah with no and i filled in the gaps there were two gaps that were really bugging me uh so i filled in those gaps so now it's like i got like three topics i need to talk about and then fucking conclusion wrap it up oh yeah yeah Dude. i should just tell chat gpt i should just give it my outline and be like finish this for me finish this please Dude, that'll be a crazy moment when AI crosses into like editing videos. Because it can do text, it can like generate text really well, obviously. Oh, God, dude, all it needs to do is just basically find relevant video based on keywords, crossfade shit back and forth, and then put like music based on the text. But that's and what the I'm tone. saying. Okay, so imagine. We're not that far from that. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, so imagine, like, you know how the, the podcast GPT, where like subtlety was like, Here's a bunch of audio of Veritas talking, and then it created uh, of the, like your voice, and then here's a bunch of Jesse talking, and then he could do whatever he wanted with it. It's like, what? at what point do I go, here's my eight-hour stream, and I feed it 11 you know, Mr. Beast videos to train on, and I'm like, make a 10-minute highlight video. And it just goes, boom, and it's like music, cuts, transitions, zooms, like... So how like, how far, you know, six months, a year, like it doesn't seem that far. We're tapping into what will be the next paradigm that none of us can understand. Right. Like if you rewind to like the 50s. Right. Yeah. The whole idea that there would be like these individual content creator influencer like it, it was. Yeah, it was wasn't even something that anybody would have even crossed their mind. Right. Yeah. The future version of that is going to be like. It's not going to be the people who are the most creative, who are the most skilled when it comes to editing and creating. Yeah. It's going to be like who is the most interesting like persona or character yeah, yeah. with the AI doing all of the rest. Yeah. So it oh god almighty. But then like will it will it work itself into a black hole because like you know like have you seen the I don't know why. There's a better example of this, but like, do you ever see the MKBHD video where he uploaded the same video to YouTube a thousand times? No. Yeah. Tell me more. 
So he uploads a video to YouTube, downloads the video from YouTube, uploads it to YouTube, downloads it from YouTube, uploads it to what, YouTube. just for the compression? Downloads. Yeah, he just wants to see what would happen. So he did it a thousand times. Damn it, I thought about that too. And it just ends up in a black hole of like purple box boxes and just like... It's, it's just compression artifacts yeah. being compressed, being compressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's like... What do you do when, like, there'll be a time where we're training the AI. It's like, I want, like, a Mr. Beast video because Mr. Beast has the best editors. But what happens, you know, one generation later where we're training the AI on previously done AI viral videos and it's just like... You just went British there for a second. Did I? The AI. The AI. What if we try the AI? You know, and then what if it just, like... And now we're training the AI on old AI and it's trying to do new things with old things and then, it, then all of our videos end up the same. The AI, Bravo Six. I mean, yeah. Attack. Then, then I wonder if if it's just going to end up coming down to. Then it's going to be like there's no value in any like individual yeah. person or not. It'll just be, it'll be like whichever content machine is, is like the most endorphin producing. Yeah, and it's just going to be a bunch of. A bunch of bots with one uh, with one video with a million views. Every other video has eleven views, and that's just what it's yeah. going to be. Oh, there's a Black Mirror episode here. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. I don't like it. Well, <coughs> I feel that. What's uh, What's up with Tarkov Land? I I uh, understand that there's been some. Um, Bro, some do you know fucking, when the event is uh, over? Do you, Do you know when the event is over, Veritas? When's the event over? Hey. Do you know when the event is over? There's an event happening, and I need to know when it's over. Do you know what time? What? When is the? What? When is the? What? What time is the event over? Veritas. When it's over. <laughs> that's when you need to. You need to have that song uh, like ready to play. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Is that? That's not Blink One Eighty Two, is it? Um. I think it's Blink One Eighty Two. Maybe. When it's over, sung by Sugar Ray. Ah, that's the time I'll fall in love again. Oh my God, <laughs> yo, holy fuck! It's two thousand one, boys. Woof. Um, yeah, there's an event. You need to have that on repeat. I should. I'd get demonetized on YouTube, bro. YouTube ain't messing around, bro. <laughs> like what you've been getting, you've been I, getting hit. I, I, I just have a. Whole, we'll talk about Tucker in a second, but yeah, I. Uh, I'm in a whole new world of like on Twitch. It's so, you know, like the, the, the live content idea is just not built out on Twitch. Right. So like, you're not going to get bopped. So like, you know, somebody sends me a link to a YouTube video and it's like their Tarkov edit, but with, you know, Creed playing in the background or whatever. It's like, whatever on Twitch. It's up. I was like, dude, I got to retrain my brain. I have this scene. It's like, hang it. It's like, hang in there. It's a little cat poster hanging from a branch and stuff like that. And I do it like when crazy stuff happens. And I guess I put like the, some music, the girl from Impanema or whatever that name of that song is. It's not the music I made for you. That is my BRB screen still to this day. You need to put that on that. I need to. I Well, I have to now because. So that I can copyright your bitch I got, I got hit. Dude, eight seconds, eight hour stream. I'm 50-50 splitting the revenue of that eight-hour stream with the copyright holders. And you know what's super messed up? In YouTube, you can um, you can just, when that happens, you can say, I want to cut out this eight seconds, right? I just want to take it out. 
if your video is longer than six hours, you can't trim it. And so since I'm streaming, it's like I can't trim it. So I just am just 50-50 splitting the revenue from that stream. I mean, it's not like it's thousands of dollars. Not even close with, to that, with right? Creed. Yeah. But um, I, you know what? It's, it's actually totally random. Ah, never mind. I'm not going to say this. <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to say this. No way. Yeah, you're just like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. There's there, there, there's there's like one particular channel. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Ah, fuck. There's one. There, there's one channel that has been like live streaming on YouTube for years. That like, if I go to my my like distro kit is how I distribute my music. Uh-huh. There's like a, a oh. thing that basically shows you like. Where your music is being played? Yeah, and then it's just like literally, it's like a bunch of random Russian videos that are just straight copy pastas of some of my videos. That's on YouTube. And then there's, um, (laughs) and then there's like every day for three years, this one person's live stream where they played like a few particular songs that like I don't have in my playlist. Interesting. And it's like, you could sue him for all he's worth. Well, no, I'm getting monetization. Oh, you're getting the the rev share that YouTube does. Oh, interesting. I'm sure it's probably I'm sure yeah. it's negligible, no, it's, but still, it's, it's just not like, a lot. But uh, but, but the problem with that is that you have to whitelist the YouTube video per URL. Sorry, I'm not going to whitelist three hundred, four hundred, five hundred. Like, <laughs> no. Which is why when people are like, hey, can I use your music? I'm like, just use the, the playlist. Use the playlist. Well, it used to be use the playlist, but don't fuck around on YouTube. Oh, because of content ID stuff now with things are, are different now that cross streaming on YouTube. It's <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. If anybody wants to use my music for their streams and they're going to stream on YouTube, um, you, sh- you w- shouldn't have to worry about using anything with my playlist. I'll just say that. Okay. Don't go making. Don't go making a playlist. Veritas has made a stream safe playlist. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it's a whole new world on YouTube because they got serious with the like live content ID shenanigans. You know what I mean? Anyways, Tarkov. Yeah, there's an event. <laughs> so, like everybody was, uh, basically, we we were just like, yo, where's the Halloween event, right? Because we were getting close to Halloween, and then, um, and then we got the Halloween event. We got like a small update, and, uh. It was uh, Tagilla was on labs and instead of his hammer, he had the big scythe that he had last year and the like uh, creepy skull mask. So that's cool. It's creepy. He's like he's just like a great Halloween character. Right. And then the goons on interchange. Mm -mm. Oh, well, we'll get there. It's not the goons, but we'll get there. And then. um, And then. What am I doing? And then the pumpkin heads on scavs, like that show the, you know, the smiley face, they're back. Yeah, yeah. The same thing we got last year, the pumpkins. You can find the pumpkins, but you have to take them back to your stash and unpack them, kind of like the weapon cases were for that one event. But like you just find this pumpkin and you take it back to your stash and you right click unpack and there's like candy and food inside. So like juices and sugar and chocolate. And then like, Oh, okay. I was like, like new candy items. Oh or no, that'd be cool. Alianca? But then they made some of them have extra buffs or something like that. Oh, so okay. like if you get that candy, it's you know you 
plus whatever strength or whatever. Um, and that was kind of it. It was just like those things again. Uh, the hideout looks really cool. Like the lighting looks like super creepy and pumpkins and cult symbols. And it was like sick. And uh, but that was it. And it wasn't that any of those things are bad. They're cool. But it was just like they tweeted this picture and it was like Halloween. And it had like a cultist and there was all this cult stuff. But like the cultist spawns didn't increase. And that's like always what they do on Halloween. Yeah, always what they do. It's like the time took. There's always like cultist 100% on factory and it just turns into shenanigans. But they didn't. Well, you you say always. Really, what you mean is at least last... two years in a row. Yeah, I at most two years. It has to be. Uh, at, I at guess most. that's true because I don't know if the cultists have been around for three years. That's well, yeah, true. I don't think that they've been a, around for that long. Three years ago, I absolutely would have been playing Tarkov full time. Would have been yeah. all about it. Two years ago, I was probably playing just like not on factory yeah um and then last year i think you're right it had to just be last two years uh, yeah i'm pretty sure it's only the last two i mean obviously i could be wrong but no but you're right the fact that i've literally fought the cultist twice in my entire fucking career means it can't be longer than you know yeah 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 no that makes sense um but yeah so but but anyways they tweeted the big cultist picture right so it was like where are the cultists? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it was like that for like three days uh, where it was just completely normal Tarkov, spooky pumpkins and Tagilla on labs, which like labs Lamau, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, and then they tweeted and then, and then they tweeted, it was like escape from Tarkov.com slash Halloween. And the link had a timer and the timer was just like counting down. And then once the countdown went, like a new trailer, like a live action, like they recorded with some of the devs. And it was like this PMC walking through the woods. Of course, dude, the, the devs are fucking. I know, videos, wasting man, their working. time, dude. Not working. Unbelievable. And uh, like PMC walking through the forest, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, day turns to night really quick. And then you see just like feet and spooky music. And then all these cultists standing in a circle doing this like weird hand motion. And the like PMCs just in the background, and then one of the cultists just like looks, turns around, and slowly looks at him, and then it's like super zoomed in on just the eyes of the PMC, and in the reflection of his eyes, you see this bright blue light, and then you hear this like, and then it just cuts, and so like the whole did like, he get abducted? Yeah, the whole like the blue flame, you know, which is. They they worship the blue flame and the nice guy like it was like a year or two ago when he was like they're gonna nuke Tarkov you know the blue flame so anyway. oh is that is that lore yeah I'm so out of the loop anyways so then then everyone was like what the heck is happening and it was really cool for a while because like it was a proper we were just trying to figure out what the hell was happening like I was in like eight people's chats just like trying to figure it out and everybody was having a really good time just being like what's happening right now? You know what I mean? What's what's the thing that's happening in Raid? Everybody was looking for cultists. I was in Glorious's stream and Apple came in and was like, you're looking for the wrong thing. He was like, where are the cultist spawns? He was going to the cultists and he was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? So <laughs> here's the event. And then we'll talk about like, um, you know, some dubs, some L's and, and talk about I it. I saw a single clip. 
is what I know of the event. Okay. One clip. <laughs> so, Zarachi, which is the lighthouse guy that shoots you if you try to cross the bridge. So, a boss that we don't really ever fight because, he, mm -hmm. you know, you just get the thing. Zarachi is spawning on every map 100% of the time, except for labs and factory. It needs to be an outdoor map. All maps, 100% of the time. No, not Siracha. How the fuck do you spell his name? Ziriachi. I just typed in Siracha Tarkov, and it's... Yeah, Siracha. And, and Google knows. Yeah. So, Zarachi is spawning 100% of the time on every map, every outdoor map. He's not spawning in a particular location. This mofo wanders, like properly wanders the map. Um, if you find him, he is friendly to you. And he will he will say, come, come. And then he'll drop you vodka and sometimes he'll drop you moonshine. Okay? If you kill him, then day turns to night <coughs> really quickly. It gets real spooky lighting outside. And six cultists will randomly spawn and start a ritual. And this giant blue beam of light all the way up into the sky can be seen from just about anywhere on any map. It's the coolest shit I've ever heard. It's sick, dude. And they start a ritual. And one of the cultists, the other five will wait by the ritual marker. And one of them stands there in a new animation doing this, like summoning something. And, and like, I mean, you can like walk if he's the only cultist. I want to see one of them like walk in and just go. Yeah. Ascend. If, if he's the only cultist left, you can like walk up to him. He won't aggro you. He is completing the ritual. Also, what happens when Again, nothing else happens, though? No, no, no. Wait. Also, what happens when day turns to night? It's all the extracts close except for one. It picks a random one. So it's not the same every time, but it picks a random extract. And that's the only extract. And and on your extract screen, there's a new one at the bottom that says ritual in progress, six minute countdown. <clears throat> if you kill all six of the cultists, you um, the ritual fails like they you stop them from doing the ritual. The blue light goes away. It turns back to day and you can loot all the cultists. Um, it's cool because if you kill the one doing the ritual, one of them will stop aggroing. You turn around and pick it, pick it up. Like, it's pretty cool, dude. It's pretty sick. That sounds neat. If you don't kill the cultists, if you leave them up, then they spawn after the six minutes. Uh, the translation is, is basically vengeful Ziriachi. They reanimate him, and he's back. And he has 46,000 HP. <laughs> That explains, I think, maybe yeah. the clip I saw. Yeah. He has 46,000 HP. He's got, like, a brand new super red, like, crazy-looking mask. And and then things get a does little... He not, does he also not aggro you? He does. So this one will teleport to you. He just teleports around the map, waxing oh my God. players. If, if I really... If only he made the... Like the the yeah. the foomp, like uh, Minecraft foomp. Enderman. Yeah, yeah, that'd be I would wild. Shit my fucking pants, dude. <laughs> I don't know why Endermen are like the scariest things in any video dude. game. I don't care if it's like <laughs> like my fucking like ten year old niece plays it and she's fine. Yeah. If I hear an Enderman, I'm like instantly shit my pants and I nope out of there. Yeah, 
He has 6,666 HP per limb. And, and if you are close to him, two status effects, you get two status effects if you're close to him. One of them is that your endurance is reduced. And the other is that all of your guns jam. You can't use guns. You go click, jam, you clear the jam, click, jam, clear the jam, click, jam, click. I mean, you just, you can't use guns. Um, and he's got, <coughs> he's got 6,666 HP per limb. And if you try and run away from him, he'll pull out his arsass and just body you. So it's basically like Jeejers. Now, some people were like, <laughs> oh God. Some people really quickly were like, yo, the pe oh my God. The that's, that's a good one. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Some people were like, yo, the PPSH doesn't jam. It can't jam. It's like open bolts, realism, realism, garble, garble, garble. It can't jam. So oh, that also explains the clip. I said. Yes. So everyone started bringing PPSHs on their back with LRNPC and just like like 70 round PPSH mags are 200,000 rubles on the flea market right now because everybody was just bringing them in. Also, so. <laughs> PPSHs don't jam. Double barrel shotguns don't jam. The sawed-off shotgun doesn't. Uh, and revolvers don't jam. So any of those work in the vicinity. <laughs> so then you he doesn't start... have head armor, right? Like No, no head armor, no. But it's just like if he's chasing you down, which he frequently does, it's hard to only hit him in the head, right? So it ends up taking a ton of... You can also throw grenades at him. Um. So, but anyways, if you kill him... Nothing happens. You get to loot his cool mask, and that's it. Um, and so it was like, uh, so it's it was it's such a cool event. I I'll say I have been having a blast with the event. There are wait wait they just in so they've it canonically have introduced the supernatural into Tarkov. Yeah, for sure, for sure. If you if you take this as more than just like a silly goofy game. Yeah, officially in an event, they've reanimated a human. Yeah, bro. Which I mean, I love. If, if I mean, if that was, if that was the <laughs> case, I would join the cult. I would join the cult. Yeah, right. Like if, like that's clearly a it demonstration. Explains how we keep respawning back in our hideouts when we die. Oh my god! I mean, that is you know realism. Yeah, realism. So here's the thing. Classic. I mean, I mean. Of course, right? Any event in the world, you got people that love it, you got people that hate it. No surprise, right? Uh, I, I think the event overall is awesome. I saw so many people that hated the event that were like classic BSG, just putting the minimal work in possible. And I'm Excuse like, me? I'm like, you're dumb. Like, I, you're dumb. I read that as I'm stupid. Please pay attention to me. I was like, if you don't like the event, I can totally respect that. And there's a lot of people like new players and a lot of people are struggling, but like, unless they uh, like, if I had if so many people say know, that, but if they, okay. Like 95% of those people though, had to just not be aware of the summoning circle. Oh, cultist thing. They're all, they were all very aware. This was like days into the event. People are like how classic. Was, dude, they just, it's just that? buzzword, 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 right? It's just like, Buzzword, buzzword, BSG sucks, BSG sucks. They made a bespoke trailer, IRL. They made new animations. They had to do all new different stuff. They have like a whole 
ritual that everybody sees as their extracts. They've never done anything messing with extracts before. Lots of new stuff here. This is the most new mechanics they introduced for an event, and they introduced it the most yeah. in a single update. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here are the things. Um, when you kill Zirachi, the the friendly one, it uh all the all the extracts get locked down except for one. That one is the same for everyone, and no matter what happens after that, they don't get unlocked again. If you stop the ritual, still just one extract. If the ritual proceeds, still just one extract. The other toxic thing is, you know how an extract is normally a 10-second extract? It's now a 22-second extract. So, if Zarachi, No, Fat L. I hate that so much. If you, somebody kills Zarachi, what happens is five people on the map go, what's the extract? And they just go sit by it. And you, and if you get there in time, you have to wait 22 seconds. It's like every time I've extracted, there's been dead bodies in the extract from like people who got camped and then the guy left or I've gotten camped a bunch of times. The very Bro, first they, time I killed the cultists, I cleaned <laughs> up. I had all this loot on me. I sat in the extract and I was like sat there for 10 seconds. I was like, whew. I was like, wait, why am I not? Why does it say 10 seconds left? Grenade, boom. I had like eight seconds left of the 22 second extract and a grenade just comes in. I was like, come on, bro. See, now, like, that reminds me, I, I instantly get, like, um, OG PUBG vibes, where the circle is, like, yeah. the final circle, and you don't know where each other is, <laughs> you know, are, so you're kind of, like, prone behind a tree, the circle's coming in, you don't have any visual, you just get up and you start running, and both of you are running, and yeah. it's, like, whoever can kind of panic shoot, that's that... what would happen. If it were me, I would end up, I'd find a good camping spot near the exit, and I'd wait until there was a fucking... 45 second countdown yeah. and start booking it for the exit. <laughs> See, that's the thing is that like, yeah, that would be cool. It's just, it's not two parties and neither knows where the, each other is, but we just know where we need to be. It's one party has been there for 30 minutes. So they, with the audio, know exactly where the other party is. The other party, that's the thing is like, it's like people, smoke. people like check your corners, man. And it's like, check my corners. Like some of the extracts that it, it'll pick it like a collapsed crane. Check your corners, yeah, dude. Oh, it's you know the the some of the ones on customs that are just like there's bushes everywhere, or or interchange where it's uh you know like any of those. It's just a giant open thing with some trees, yeah, and a person behind every tree there's and every bushes, barrier and every there's tank trees and, tent. and there's long angles of somebody sniping. There is no check your corners, right? Now here's the thing. Uh. Airwing said, because the event also happens in offline. If you go offline run, you check enable bosses, it happens. So that's where a lot of people were like just running it, running it, running it, trying to figure out what was happening. Um, in offline, Airwing told me, I didn't do many offlines, <laughs> that if you stop the ritual, the extracts reopen. And that would have been perfect because then it would have, added an incentive to go to that high PVP location because you were like, because sometimes nobody like it, like on really big maps, like streets, right? It's a really big map. Sometimes just nobody goes. Somebody assumes somebody else will go. And yeah, the, nobody. Yeah. And Can you see it from everywhere? Is it clear? The, the blue. Well, yeah. Okay. So we'll come back to that, but you can, if, if you can see the blue light, you can see it pretty much everywhere from everywhere. So it's like that would add an incentive to like, okay, if this ritual goes through, the extracts stay locked down. I don't want that to happen. I need to make sure that somebody's canceling it. And then, then that six minute timer is more meaningful. But like 
if you didn't want to engage with the cultists or the reanimated Ziriachi, that six minute timer doesn't matter to you because once Sirachi's killed, it's like, well, I only have one extract now. So like it, it would have played more off of it, you know, off of the event, it felt like, if when you did that, the extracts reopened. And the fact that it happened in offline almost makes me think it was a bug that it wasn't doing that or whatever. Or if uh, one of my mods had this idea, it was like, what if it locks down all the extracts but one, but everybody were assigned random ones? Yeah, yeah. sometimes you and another group might have the same extract, but you wouldn't know it and it wouldn't be such easy pickings to just like I feel like that would uh, to be fair though, that would also I don't know seems like it would it would be largely indistinguishable from what we have today and that everybody really has one exfil that they're planning on going to, it would just be inconvenient, yeah. but at the same distribution of 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 probably people per exfil but it depends it depends because i feel like with that with the beam being there you know what i mean like you might you might your extract might be back where you spawned you know yours whatever i think it would be a little bit more i i would prefer just the original idea of like if it just if you stop it it reopens if you don't stop it in time they stay closed i think that makes more sense uh and i think it would have Add, you know, added more incentive for people to go stop by and see what was going on. And then if you didn't, if you wanted the ritual to go through, like if you were going in to try and kill the reanimated Zirachi, you would then have to play defense of the ritual of the yeah. other people. And that, that just felt like it would have been another layer of like fun on top of the event, you know, where like some people were trying to prevent it. Some people were trying to stop it. And like, <clears throat> I feel like that would have been fun. So that was the thing that like people really and because it's every map, all outdoor maps, 100 percent of the time, it was just like, dude, I I did this 10 raids in a row. I had fun. Now I'm trying to do a quest or now I'm trying to just play with the, you know what I mean? So it was like that was there were no maps that you couldn't you, you know, you couldn't do it except for factory and labs. Now, that's why I ended up playing streets a lot for the second half because customs was the one customs was is always the one people play the most. Right. Um, because it's pretty flat. And it's pretty small comparative to like, you know, woods or streets yeah, yeah. or something like that. Uh, but the thing with customs is it was just like you just couldn't survive because it was everybody. Everyone's going in super geared, super chatted out. So many thermals. So it was just like hard. It was hard to like survive. So I ended up playing streets. And like today I play streets pretty much solo all day. And it was nice because like 50% of the time nobody could just find Zarachi. So yeah. it, it ended up being a nice balance where like if I found him, I'd kill him and I'd start the thing and I'd try to engage with it. But if I didn't find him, I wouldn't go looking for him. <clears throat> if somebody else killed him, I'd be like, "Ooh, where's the ritual? I would go do it. So on the bigger maps, it kind of felt more like less repetitive. It, it, it was just like another dynamic event that was going to happen sometimes in my raid. And I felt like that was pretty cool. So the bigger maps ended up feeling better. The other big problem was that for me... Over the course of the event so far, like the three days, <laughs> about 50% of the time, I just can't see the giant blue light. Is it ever like in the car parking garage and interchange? No. Or sometimes it's it always just, it where it should be. Far enough? Nope. It's just not there. And what's weird is that oh, like, like it just doesn't show up. It doesn't show up. It's a bug. And the, what's also weird is that like most of the time, if I couldn't see it, Velian could. Or Airwing could. Uh, so it what but it wasn't intentional because so many solo players, like they were like, 
what's any anybody like the most common thing was anybody got a fix for not being able to see the beam and that makes it really toxic because you don't know where to go and by the time you figured out where to go six cultists are shooting at you and it's like sick i'm dead you know what i mean so that was yeah. a real bummer like that was a real bummer uh about 50% of the time. So that really added a little, a, a layer of salt to the event. And, and understandably so, like it was really frustrating when you couldn't see it. Like if Felian died, you know, then I kill Zarachi and I can't see it. And I just like run into six cultists. It's just like, that's super lame. Back to the W side, BSG had the forethought <laughs> that they reduced their, their kits. So they only ever spawned with Ketters or MPXs. And then the priest would spawn with a mutant with BP. But that was it. Like literally every single raid, every other time, they only spawned with Ketters or MCXs. So they, I was like, wow, they had the fourth side to like... MCX or MPX? Sorry, MPXs. And none of them spawned with armor other than AVSs. Whereas normally they can spawn with slicks and defenders. So I was like, huge W for making them less toxic to fight. And the other huge fourth... Uh, foresight from bsg they gave them footstep audio for the event oh okay huge so like fighting them during this event was infinitely less toxic than fighting them normally where they just you just had to it was no audio it was just tarkov audio which yeah i mean yes beggars can't be choosers. beggars can't be choosers oh buddy's nerfed <laughs> oh buddy's nerfed so i really felt like this event was really cool. It was like crazy weird. It was off the wall. It was suspending the disbelief. It was a little, you know, middle finger to the realism, everything. It was just fun. It was PVP. It was PVE. It was like bosses. It was mysteries. It was us trying to figure out, like figuring out if the Zarachi could be killed. It was like a really funny thing that was happening with a bunch of the streamers that first day until somebody finally killed them. You know what I mean? Like trying different guns, trying to poison them, trying, oh, oh, PPSH, let me try that. So I thought it was awesome. So I, I would say mad props to BSG for that. There were a lot of things that they did right. I think, though, that some of the bugs soured the experience for some people. And in my opinion, the way the extracts functioned really held it back from being like a great event, like an S tier event. Now, of course... I heard nonstop and I'm not trying, I don't want to eye roll at the at people too bad, but it was like, I'm new to this game. And like, you know, I, I just started playing today and this is like crazy. I can't do anything. It's alienating new players or like, this is really, I heard a lot of like streamer event or like, this is a, this is an event for squads. It's not an event for solos. And it's like, it's for, it's for a few fucking days. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that. Yeah. And it's, I, I I paid full price for this game. I only have three days I'll ever be able to play, and then I'm never gonna play ever again. Yeah, it's like it's just one of those things where, like we were talking about this. Of course, I once again I understand that these weren't the same people, but like, just my mental health. It's like two days. The two days leading up to the Halloween event, I was people were like, "Where's the Halloween event?" Like lazy BSG devs. They went to TwitchCon. They spent all their money. They didn't plan a Halloween event. Then the Halloween event rolls around and it's like they literally didn't do anything. There's nothing new. This Halloween event is so lame. Lazy BSG devs. They don't do anything. 
Then the real Halloween event starts and people are like, I'm a solo. I have 60 seconds a week to play and I just bought the game yesterday and they they do this to me. They put too much into the event and it's ruining my fun. And I'm just like, what do you want me to do? Like, just play. I don't know. So it's, it's, I once again, I know that those are all three different groups of people, but it's like, everybody's coming in and it's like, dude, what you got to do, what you got to do. Here's the, here's the useless advice that I, that I get. And is the thing that instantly comes to mind here while knowing that it doesn't solve any problems when you hear it, but it's you're playing Tarkov and you're like, yeah, that sucks, man. Mm-hmm. I feel you. <laughs> like, just Seriously. Fucking let I've, them, like, I've gotten, I feel you, man. It's so funny because you're so right. I've gotten there with, um, with like cheaters. Like people are like, dude, I've died to cheaters 18 raids in a row. Like I've gotten there. I'm like, dude, that sucks, man. I'm sorry. Like, and, and it's just not a problem because I don't let it become a problem. But for some reason, the event, it was too scrunched together. Those three, like, BSG sucks, there's no event. BSG sucks, this event is nothing. BSG sucks, this event is too much. All in six days, I was like, shut up. Like, you know, I just, I, I couldn't, but you're right. I think part of it, too, and, and this isn't, this is more based on, like, me being far enough away that I, I can reflect on myself. Yeah. Um, and actually, you know what? I'll be honest. I still feel like this now. When I when I'm I'm sitting there playing Diablo, right? I'm like half paying attention to the game, and someone comes in and it's like, "Oh, did they fix the game?" Yeah. I it's almost like for a moment, I I'm insulted because it's almost like this game is shitty. You're playing it and enjoying it, and if you're not, like all of this is going through my head, yeah. where it's like I feel like I have to defend it. Because yeah. I'm playing it, and it's like, I mean, that's, you know, for me, it's probably some form of, like, fucking weird, yeah. a weird version of insecurity or, or, or something yeah. that, that, makes, that makes me get annoyed by that. Yeah. Um, yep. And some of the chess is, but it is <laughs> shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean. Yep. Yeah. My opinion it's just like one of those things like is fact. All people agree. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. I mean, I heard like the like today, probably one of the most common messages in my chat was like, I mean, I said it. When is the shitty event over? When is this event over? I'm not playing. I'm boycotting BSG until this event's over. I can't, this event is to, I'm not playing. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, cool. Cool beans. You know what I mean? Like that's one step removed from first time chatter wow well i'm out i'm out of here yeah don't want to watch this anymore it's like nobody fucking cares but then again it's like one is directed at me versus one is yeah directed yeah at the game that we are it's kind of like they should read the room and recognize that we're all trying to enjoy the movie you don't walk into a movie and talk about how disappointed you are in the movie it's like especially when you're the one on screen yeah. like it's almost, in a way, it's not crazy to feel as if you're basically saying, in a way, you are kind of uh, complaining about the show that you are yeah, putting yeah, on. Yeah. But, um, but even if you don't take it that way, that's a great point where it's like, can't you see 
the rest of us are trying. It's like, I'm not offended when someone is like, when is this shitty event over? Because it's like, you don't like the event. I, I, my like value doesn't come from like you liking or not liking the event. It just literally is like, we're watching a TV show and you're like, I don't, this show sucks. I don't want to watch it. When is this shitty TV show over? And it's like, just go do something else. You wonder, you wonder like what, I just see that as like, I'm not eating any more ice cream until my tummy ache goes away. It's like, absolutely none of that information I needed. Just take it, take it, just, that's your information. You hold that inside, and when your tummy ache goes away, you enjoy your ice cream. It's just like, I didn't, nobody needed that. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I have to like, think that some of these people, they, they are completely innocently detached from them being rude and yeah I mean, it's, it's almost true. it's almost like you know if you go over your friend's house everybody's chilling playing fucking nintendo or whatever right everybody's just hanging out and you sit down and you're like boys i'm so fucking sick of x yeah it's the same thing except what they don't realize is like yeah. the equivalent in this metaphor is boys i'm really fucking sick of doing what we're doing right now right like so it's like yeah so what the fuck do you want us to do what how am i back home (laughs) like yeah um but 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 again like it's that that that's true example that metaphor isn't obvious to them yeah in very much the same way that just like i said the other day about how you know we shit on the game and we say whatever and then we meet the developers in real life you're like yeah fuck you miss the perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then a lot of times, you know, the 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 response, you know, ends up being to, to that person ends up instantly cracking back at them and being yeah. like, "So then, fucking don't play. What are you doing here?" And then they're like, "Well, f- they have to double down because yeah. then because they didn't feel like they were being rude. They didn't realize they it. Didn't right? realize but then the it, response yeah. is rude. Yep. So then they're like, what the fuck is wrong with all of you people? Yeah. And then it's almost like they're justified in being like, okay, peace, I'm out. Where you're like, yeah, get the fuck out. You know, yeah. there are days where I'm like... That's a really good, yeah. I don't feel good that's about true. how that just went down. That's you know? true, man. That That's like a that's like a little anchor point to empathize is like if they don't realize. Because I also think that people are... Some people kind of use it as like a vibe check where like if if my reaction was like, dude, I don't know, this event is literal garbage. It's crazy. They can like... Th- that's now they got the vibe <laughs> and they're like, Oh, okay. And they sit down and they're like, Oh yeah, let's, uh, let's, you know, let's talk about how terrible this event is because they might've just come from a streamer who was ragging about how dumb this event is. So they might actually perceive themselves as fitting in as a joke. Like when is this freaking video event over? You know what I mean? And it's like, but we're having fun. And it's yeah. like, obviously, he wouldn't know that. And if, if he was saying that through that lens of, like, joking around, I don't get any of that because I just see text on a screen and it just, like, kind of spirals. Yeah, because then maybe I respond rudely and he's like, why are you being so rude? And I'm like, why are you ruining the vibes? And then every and then it just gets weird. That's why the, 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 the internet is going to be the downfall yeah. of it. The whole thing, the whole thing sucks. The... the everybody can be an asshole without it like in real life it's clear to most people in most situations yeah when you're being like rude or an asshole yeah you know people are aware of yeah. of that they're aware of walking into a room seeing like oh god i really don't like pasta yeah you don't have to eat my dinner fuck off yeah. right 
Yeah. They would recognize that, but nobody on any side really yeah. has like has a good idea of like the vibe they're putting out. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. and it sucks because it's, it's completely Im- ambiguous. Because dude. like it's so much yeah, because when you're speaking out loud to somebody like with such a higher accuracy, they pick up the vibe you're actually putting out. If I'm frustrated, I'm going to be in anger tone. But like when we type stuff and we, we hit enter, it's like we can only read our own message through the like emotional lens voice. we type we typed it in. Yeah. Like if it was literally like, hey, when's this shitty event over? Like, ha ha ha. And I read it as like, when's this shitty event over? I read it as so entitled. Like, when can I play my game again? And it's like, those are very different vibes. And so, yeah, you're, I mean, you're right. It's like, it's impossible. It's, it's impossible to know what vibes you're putting out because like what vibes you're putting out sometimes are determined on what the previous vibes of the chat. If I've been like arguing with chat all day and I read that message, I'm like, get out of here. But if we've been, if we've been cracking up, like someone that someone that like, like my assumption half the time when that happens, if I'm in a bad mood is like. I probably banned them yesterday. They're here watching. Yeah. They're like, now's the perfect time to get on this guy's fucking bad yeah. side. I'm going to create an account because, you know, there have been times where it's like someone says something shitty. You, you're like, oh, you know what? Fuck off. And you, then you read their name and it's like Jesse Kazam hater 97. And you're like, yeah. oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. So, <sighs> so it's funny, man. It's funny because people I know people are like. Some some of our haters are like, all they do is talk about how much they hate their viewers on the podcast. It's like moments like this. I walk away being like, damn, maybe I should have been a little bit more empathetic today on stream. You know what I mean? Because what well, I don't know if they're trying to put out different vibes or if they came from a place. So it's like it's it, yeah. And, and here's the thing, though. There are some days where you being more empathetic will just lead to more people trying to step on you. Yeah, and for sure. they'll they'll. they'll They'll say something shitty and you'll be like, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah. Let's be like, that sucks, man. Let it go. And then they'll post another message that's like a little bit more poking and then another one. And then you're like, are you fucking like, yeah. are you kidding? Are you joking? Yeah. Like, I gave you the benefit of the doubt and now you seem clearly like a troll, uh, you know, and it's like 85% of the time they are a troll. And then 15% yeah. of the time they're having a really fucking bad day. Yep. Didn't read the room, you know, like whatever it, it and, and at this, it's like, yeah. It's tough, man, because, you know, there were days that, you know, I, I would come walking away being like, I really wish I'd handled that differently. Yeah. And then you think about like the different ways that you could have handled it could have also made it worse and less fun. And yeah. also and then there's also the flip side of there have been times where I um, have reacted in a way that I thought was like. I'm just being like, oh. Yeah, that sucks, man. You know, or or I'll like ignore it and kind of just let it be. And thinking that that is like me taking the high ground, doing the right thing. And then some people take that as like, wow, I come in here, I say hello. I, yeah, you know, I I share my feelings and you just fucking ignore me. Cool, man. And then they leave and it's like, fuck, that (laughs) just went bad. Yeah, yeah. I did nothing and that went bad, you know, or people will see your short answer and your uninterest as you're just one of those arrogant people who doesn't care about it really is fucking lose lose yep unless you are the type of like the only way to get around this is by constantly being happy and having a good time honestly that's my that's and that's why people like 
obviously deadly slob isn't always happy right dude i was but gonna bring up positive, like yeah. he's such a positive happy guy that is almost always enjoying the game he's playing yeah and it's really hard to harsh the vibes when you're in a good mood and it's if you're neutral or negative it's so fucking easy to harsh the vibes and he what he's done is he's like found the holy grail because now it's a it's a perpetual motion machine his vibes are so good and he's been streaming for so long that chat's vibes are so good. Like, it's hard to derail Deadly's chat because his chat's like, we don't want none of this. Like, they'll weed it out. Even if yeah, he yeah. misses a toxic message, they'll weed it because the vibes in a Deadly stream are just so good between, like, him having a good time, it's often a super goofy game, and just, like, chat loving it. That and don't like, forget, And don't forget that he has the other part, which is... There's enough people in his chat yeah. to get that momentum. If yes. you have 37 viewers, no, yep. you won't have enough people that aren't lurking to to step in and have that critical mass. But with 2,000 viewers that have been watching him for eight years, dude, like he's just, dude, literally untouchable. Like the vibes in Deadly Slob stream are the best vibes on Twitch because you get too many people and it flips again, right? XQC, you go into his stream and you're like, <laughs> these are like some mad weird vibes. You know, it's just, he's got... Like unparalleled vibes in a deadly slob, deadly slob stream for sure. So, uh, but it is hard to do. It's hard to do. It's it's, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. If if I could find something where I would be, you know, like there are days where I've played games and it's been like so much fun. I've been nothing but fun, really good mood, and and those are the days where someone comes in and says the most uh -huh. mean, toxic shit, and and like literally, I'm like, bro, sorry you're having a bad day. You know, like literally you do like the opposite of toxic where it's mm -hmm. like you give them all the benefit of the doubt. You say something nice to them, you know, like you're not I, I, you don't ban anybody. It's just that. Yep. In order to have that, I need like a fun, engaging, not shitty game. That's For frustrating sure. And annoying. For sure. And, you know. For sure. I I really feel that like it's it's a one to one correlation between like my fuse growing shorter with. Tarkov and my fuse growing shorter with chat. Like it used to be really hard to get under my skin. You know what I mean? But now when I'm like, if I'm if I'm just like right on the edge of being super frustrated at the game, it's so much easier. You know what I mean? So it's like th there really is something to that. If you're doing something you enjoy, it's harder. It's just like harder to get under your skin because you're just like having such a good time. Yeah. And I think I think honestly, I think variety streaming, like half of that is is variety streaming, I think helps and by variety streaming i mean just <laughs> not playing a game like tarkov or insert i agree with you, game, yeah. like league of legends every day right yeah. like the variety keeps things fresh but then also like deadly has that personality where he's just an easygoing super nice yeah super easy you know like and, and honestly i think you're you're a lot more like deadly slob than i am we all want to be a little bit more like we deadly all want to be a little bit more uh, like you're like a lot more like him than i am where if if you ignoring like viewers and money and all the things if you could just play whatever you yeah. wanted and have fun the negativity and toxicity that you're experiencing would plummet for sure for me it would also plummet but not as much because <laughs> i'm a little bit less easygoing <laughs> uh you know I'm, I'm, I'm more of an asshole uh <laughs> but i'm also but in my own defense i'm also not the asshole that some subset sure. of the you know the the toxic new tarkov community that's never actually watched more than 10 minutes of me when i'm yeah having a bad day yeah thanks 
No, uh, I agree. Um, yeah. Interesting. Fascinating. But when is the event over? Yeah. Uh, oh, it, it is over tomorrow, by the way, that Apple came into chat. My my stream title today was, I don't know when the event ends, dot, dot, dot. And Apple came into my chat and he said, hey, man, it ends tomorrow. Now, you know. So I changed Thank the title God. of my stream to the event ends tomorrow. I Shut saw up. The, one, the, the one clip I saw was, I don't know who it was. I Someone is probably going to recognize like the clip. I was like... 3 30 i got up this morning and opened up like twitter yeah. without my without my contacts in it was just kind of like scrolling <laughs> uh so I, I don't remember who it was um but it looked like it was on interchange mm -hmm. like up the one of the ramps on like the big platforms yeah. like, outside um and i i didn't know who it was i thought it was the goons but yeah i guess it was uh zirachi yeah where the guy had a ppsh dude and ran over and and zirachi was just standing there yeah now here's the thing he didn't aggro him but did you say so the 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 fucking six thousand hp that's the reanimated one yeah so here's the thing he was like headshots reload it took him nine magazines yeah. full, all headshots to kill him was that the reanimated one or not yeah 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 he so was he just bugged because he didn't shoot him he just yeah, sat there so he gets weird a few things he can run out of ammo like he will run out of ammo and then eventually oh, so he probably killed everybody in the lobby yeah already. but he'll also he does bug out a little bit because what he does is when he spawns in when the reanimated one spawns in he spawns with a cultist knife out and he will try to gank you like he'll try to stab you it's only if you put a certain amount of distance between you and him, he pulls out his RSAS. And once he pulls out his RSAS, he won't pull the knife back out. And so if you go away from him and then bait out enough of his shots, he'll be out of ammo with the RSAS, and then you can kind of do whatever you want to him. But if when he spawns in, he's like trying to stab you. He'll chase you down. And so when I killed him, I only killed him one time, and uh, he had just killed Berkey. He switched to the gun out, and... He chased me, and I, my only option at that point with the PPSH is I went up to him, and he crouched, and his bar barrel stuffed his own arse house. And so I just stood up against him with my PPSH literally at his forehead, and I was like, blah, 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 blah. and then like Velian came over and shot him, and then we were just trading mags until I finally killed him, and uh, it was hilarious. Oh, I forgot. Um, I forgot. Uh, the other like fun thing that happened yesterday was I found a red key card on the cultist. I forgot oh, to mention yeah. that someone, they someone mega they mega buff the loot on the cultist because they they removed a lot of the good like like I said like armors and stuff you could get they like like dorms marked keys tons of marked keys and uh, labs key cards. I got a I got a red key card my first red key card in seven thousand hours. Wait. Ever? Ever. It's the first red key card I've ever gotten in Escape from Tarkov. You fucking plebeian? Red and I used to play shit. Shoreline all the time. I've killed the goons a bunch. Last last year when the event happened. luck. Last wipe when they did the event where the goons were 100% chance on Shoreline. I farmed them, dude. Like, that's the only red key card I've ever gotten. And, mm -hmm. uh, yep. Sold it for an easy 40 mil. Did, and did it cost you 32 mil in fees? No, they raised the price, uh, you know, because it's always based on, like, what the value is to, like, therapists or whatever. They raised the value of that. So, like, if I died with it, I can sell it to therapists for 10 million rubles. So, the uh, so the off, fee dude. was 2 million to list it for 40. 
I I remember molding about that, and then I remember them changing it, and it was like almost exactly the same time yeah. I stopped playing. Yeah. Um, because I I had the red key card, I held onto it for like two months. I couldn't yeah. do anything with it. I couldn't sell it, and I didn't want to use it because it was like oh, the blue yeah. garbage, uh, or at least it was yeah. when you know at the time. So and I you know I didn't have I never had enough money to list it for any reasonable yeah. amount. You know, because I was at like two million or three million, and it was like if I want to sell it for thirty million, it was twenty six yep. million or whatever. Yeah, it's it was like, super dumb. I found the last day of last wipe, so like right before August, we still didn't know when the wipe was. At this point, we hadn't realized it was tomorrow yet. And remember, they were doing that end of wipe event where you could get the two extra rows in your stash. And one of those quests, you needed a green key card. So you had mm-hmm. to get in a green. <laughs> the last day of the wipe, I found a green key card on Tagilla and sold it for a hundred million rubles. Because everybody wanted it to get into the stupid thing, but then it wiped the next day. So it was like nothing, but I've never, but I sold something on the flea market for a hundred million rubles. Um, God damn. But, uh, but yeah, so we found the red. That was poggers. Um, dude, someone said something about, can't wait for the, 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 the fucking Jesse and Veritas duos, uh, on arena, bro. Can, can, can we form a team? Dude? Yes, bro. Yes. Put, put put me in coach. Put me in coach. Dude, you, me, Desmond. We need we need a carry. We need a strong Desmond to carry. Yeah, I was going to say who it doesn't fucking matter who else we have in there. <laughs> yeah. After that. Seal. That's four. That was a five? Five? Yeah. Anyways, I was going to say geeks, but not, geeks? obviously if 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 he came if he, back if he to, wants to. The Tarky. If he wants to. Dude, Berkey. Oh my god. Dude, Berkey is so funny. Um but uh <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's been good. Um it was so so the event's been fun. That's been my TLDR. I thought it was fun. There of course are things that could be changed as per usual. A few things that kept it from like an S tier event in my opinion, but I thought it was really cool. And uh, I thought it was cool the work that they put into creating something like crazy unique for the event. So that's what I have to say about that. Now, before we move on to some other things, I do want to take a second and thank the first sponsor for this stream. And that is Factor. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for some wholesome, convenient meals for your jam-packed days. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, or dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Factor's awesome. We've talked about them many times. Um, <coughs> I wish I had had some this week because I didn't have any food to eat, and I tried to meal prep something, and it was disgusting. And so I have a bunch of meal prep thing that I didn't like in my fridge. And so I bought Hot Pockets because I hate cooking while I'm streaming. So I wish I had had some factors. Super easy, super convenient. All you got to do is heat I, it up. Sam, I'm out, and I had Burger King, and I feel like I'm <laughs> dying inside after having gone to the gym this is the second time a couple of days ago. But a couple of days ago, I had uh, – this was like – I felt I felt like it was the beginning of fall. I had the um, Ooh. the chicken uh, – sage chicken yeah. with the sweet potatoes, the maple butter sweet potatoes. And it was oh. like, okay, it's fall, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fall, baby. It's uh, fall, baby. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, they have all sorts of um, like seasonal <coughs> seasonal meals that you can choose from. Uh, cranberry, pecan, chicken, apple, Dijon, pork chops, all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, there's over 35 meals to choose from each week. 
So if you like a certain protein or if you like it to be more veggie, obviously with all these things, with, with Factor, what I love about it is the convenience and like the user choice. Do you want more protein? Do you want more veggie? Do you want closer to keto? How many meals do you want a week? Uh, and so with 35 to choose from every week, it's kind of like the perfect combination of like, there's always a few things on there you've had before. So you're like, I know I like that. But then there's also like, I want to try this. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not just like the same seven things you have to um, no, choose from. So uh, it's awesome. You can do low calorie options that are around 50, 550 sorry, calories per serving, protein plus meals with over 30 grams of protein. Uh, so it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. It's a W. Um, so you can head to factormeals.com slash podcast50 and use code podcast50 to get 50% off. That is code podcast50 at factormeals.com slash podcast50 for 50% off. Thank you so much to Factor for sponsoring this episode. Mm. <laughs> I legitimately feel like I got hit by a train and then the train parked on me. I feel like the guy oh. from the Red Dead Redemption that I showed a couple oh, weeks yeah, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dude. I, I, I've had, we've had two, two days in the gym and one day we went hiking. We found these nice trails. They're these trails that my wife nearby she goes to that are like there's like these nice paved trails but then there's like some trails that go off in the woods but like mm -hmm. she won't when she's alone she like won't go off into that i'm like perfect like yeah. stay where there's yeah. like people walking their dogs and shit like mm -hmm. don't go off into the fucking woods alone but we went we went uh we went on this little hike and it was like the perfect distance like like almost three miles is like the right amount for like a decent you know pace yeah yeah, you know, a very brisk walk through the woods with like you know there's hills and stuff and yeah. uh, so so far I'm I'm keeping up with it. Hell yeah! A couple of days in the gym, one day hiking. I think that's probably what I'm going to do for a, for a bit. Yeah. Until you know, I'll, eventually I'll get back and do three days. But and the Burger King really rounds it out. You know. L listen, bro. <laughs> I mean, at, at this point, I can't eat enough calories. Yeah. Because of my fucking mini esophagus because of the surgery <laughs> and everything. So, like, I literally, I couldn't even finish my Whopper. Like. Really? I, yeah, I, I don't, I can't eat enough. So, that's yeah. why I'm like, I've been sitting here with cashews, Mao and cashews yeah. down. Because, you know, like, I'm not looking to lose weight. You know, I'd like to, I'm also not, like, trying to, like, bulk up. Yeah. You know, but be more at the same time, like, you need calories, you need protein. Yep. And I just, like, can't get it all. Dude, I feel like I got hit by a truck, but just because of these goddamn little germ machines I have, we're all sick oh. again, bro. Again, I went. You know, I thought I, I had strep again, which literally I had one month ago. I went to the doctor today, and the strep test came back negative. But like, dude, last week my five-year-old had bronchitis. This week, my two-year-old he had this like real gross, phlegmy cough. So we take him to the doctor, and they were like, my, my. Wife was like, <laughs> the doctor came back and was like, well, two-year-old, mind you. He, they're like, well, he has influenza A and B and RSV. And the good news is, is there's nothing I can do about any of those things. You just have to wait them out. We were like, super sick. I don't remember the last time I was sick with anything that wasn't food related. Just saying. <sighs> Dude. And it's like. The other dude, it's it's. Well, listen, we're in, you know, the podcast people. You you guys are coming with me on this journey. You guys are you 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 came with me. The podcast people when the the birth of my son. 
Well, now we're in a rough spot, dude, because everybody's sick all the time. And all the other moms are like, don't worry. When your youngest kid gets to like fifth grade, that's pretty much when it's done. And I was like, that's like seven years from now. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I'll be 40 by then. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll for be, real. I'll be 50. Oh, God. So it's just like, so now me and my wife are sick. The oldest one is better. The younger one is getting better. And now, dude, it's just like germ central. But yeah, no, thanks. But I beat the con flu as a result. So many got so many people got sick last week. Oh, my yeah. immune system was strong enough to beat that. But then he brought something from school, some little gremlin eating dirt or something. Now I've got his germs and I'm sick. Yeah, see, like I'm, I don't, I don't get, uh, I don't get exposed to like lots of kid germs. The problem is that those are lots of different germs all the time. I'm just exposed to this cesspool yeah. of germs that is just like human, yeah, like human stink, yeah, you know, in in my office that I sit 18 hours a day and in the chair, you know, uh, yeah. so that that's like a different kind of immune boosting. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's uh, it's I mean, it's true, though, man. Like we when we moved, you don't realize like I didn't realize how gross my office was until you take everything out of it. And I was like, I was streaming in this. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, God. But yeah. Uh, Well, what's that? What do you got? I mean, I saw you playing Diablo. You just you any news or you just playing Diablo to pass the time? That's kind of what you were mentioning. The fucking target dummy came out. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. I, I literally haven't used it yet because mm. um, I, I kind of just I, I want to wait. Like there's a point where when it's useful and it's usually like when you're comparing, you're trying to figure out if A is better than B, but I'm still leveling. So like everything's always better than everything else like you know so uh i i i don't want to use it when i don't want to use it mm -hmm. i want to be like I, when i have a question i want to answer i want to go use it and be like this is either sick or maybe mm -hmm. it needs work or, or whatever rather than just like go in and use it when i don't because i know i'm just going to be hitting a dummy and numbers are going to pop up and it's like it's going to feel anticlimactic yeah. i know yeah 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 uh, you know so so there's that um bro it's like some of the things that annoyed me back in like preseason and season one they're like getting worse mm. with with the community mm. um like i for some reason haven't i literally have like never opened up the reddit app uh like ever smart um but i just get push notifications and it's always like recommended and it it's always like adjacent topics yeah. like one out of every 10 is interesting yeah um and and i keep seeing all of these ones that are basically <laughs> like people are complaining how do i how do i explain it people were complaining that like you know things are too grindy they were complaining that um it's hard to find the items that they want, right? Like they never got improvements on items, yeah. you know, whatever. So what they, what they've done is they like raise the ceiling. There used to be like, I, I told you before, there's like this item power number. Yeah. Um, 
and that's like what a bunch of the stats are based on. And it, it matters for like 80% of the items, but not but for not, the other. Yeah, yeah. They also like fixed resistances, which was like a big thing that is relevant. I haven't really gotten far enough where it's going to matter yet. Um, but it used to be like 820, you know, maybe 830, 84. I don't remember exactly where the cap was. Well, now it goes up past like 900 something. Oh, okay. so it's already like, holy fuck, you know, like, yeah. um, and then they've also made it so that like, when you get to world tier four, like the end of the, the end game, regardless of your level, like sacred items don't drop anymore. It's only ancestral, mm. like a whole bunch of other things just don't drop anymore that are annoying and shitty, which is cool. Um, but now I literally was like complaining that there's too, I was getting too many items. Like you kill a couple of bosses and there's like 20 fucking oh. items drop. And it's like, and and when I was like level sixty, I had already gotten like a nine hundred, like two nine hundred and twenty five item power swords, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, and then also those uber uniques that used to be like one in a gajillion chance, yeah. On like the second day, I saw like clips and YouTube shorts and like Reddit pop ups, basically being like, this content creator, this one, this one, this one, all got an uber unique, and it's like. Now, I, I literally am not excited about getting one anymore. Interesting. I, I I was excited about the one in a million chance, the thing I would never get. It excited me to the prospect of getting it. Yeah. Now, I don't fucking care anymore yeah. because a bunch of people have already, like dozens and dozens and dozens, maybe hundreds, have already gotten them. So it's like not even, even though it's still rare enough for that sure. like a lot of people, like they've been playing for 100 hours and haven't seen anything, it's still just like... I don't know. So now now that they've made the leveling they've made the leveling faster. Yeah. They've given more items. They've like raised the cap on things. Um mm. it's like and people are still complaining that it's too grindy. They're still That's saying they crazy. don't have enough and it's like I'm just worried they're gonna keep watering the game down yeah. more and more and more for like the not even the casual, it's like the people who yeah. signed up for an arpg by accident yeah like, like yeah even a casual arpg enjoyer knows that like that's part of the game right the grind Yeah, like it should be grindy to some extent yeah. if you can get to level 100 in two days it's no longer fun making a character maxing them out in two days and then then what? being like i guess i make another character right it's yeah. you know there's there's a happy place where it's like it would take somebody you know, maybe a couple of months to max out a character, you know, or maybe three months, right? That's a whole season, maybe three months to max out a character and to get like the top tier loot, you know, like really close to min max gear. Yeah. Whereas, you know, that three months for a streamer, it might be three weeks. Yeah. But at that point, it's like, you're probably making content around build guides. You probably yeah. like, have reasons to go through all these characters, but I don't know, man, it's been three days and I'm almost level 80. Yeah. And it's like, and I imagine that once I get to like the high level stuff and my character gets like busted powerful and then I can just power level stuff. It's just, then I, there's just, ugh, yeah, I don't know, I man. Feel, it's, like I, I feel that even though I don't play the game, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, Merry Christmas from BSG. Here's, you know, 1200 rounds of BP and five slicks and everybody you're like, gets a red key card. You're like, well, yeah. What am I doing then? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel that. I mean, 
now don't get me wrong a ton of changes that they have made massive w's like the game yeah i I, the game wasn't broken and it wasn't bad in my opinion yeah before ever yeah even preseason season one (laughs) there were lots of things it needed to do but like literally fucking every game needs lots of things that doesn't make it bad um it wasn't like starfield bad yeah (laughs) real um but there's so many fucking w's all the simple things that it's so funny. There's so many simple things that like we've been asking for from a million games that are still not in the game that you would think would be simple. It's like, why aren't they doing it? <laughs> yeah. I feel like with Diablo, we're in an alternate timeline where they just did all the simple things. And it's like, it almost doesn't. But maybe like the main things, they missed the mark a tiny bit or they're heading in a direction that's that you're worried about. And so those simple things are easy to overlook. Is that uh, fair? Not, not so much. I like. I still appreciate all the simple things. Yeah. There's get, a million quality of yeah. life things for sure, but I I just feel like too much of a good thing in a game yeah. is not. It, it's not a good thing. Like the ability to grind, to to have it take time to progress, and to have things be rare. Yeah, it makes it exciting because you have progression. Yeah. progression like tarkov that's the reason why i'm not playing tarkov now because i don't care about the progression or the quest yeah the game itself isn't fun to yeah. play these days <laughs> for me anymore with with cheaters and netcode and bugs and whatever but if the progression like if all of a sudden they tomorrow they wipe tarkov and it would bring totally new quest lines yeah totally new skill system i would 100 be all into it because it'd be excited yeah. to progress and to learn but now it's like i'm not interested in the progression so i'm not interested in playing yeah um, and with the progression being so fast and it being so easy to get the good stuff. Yeah. I like, I, I get it. And that some people want to log on for two days and have all the good things. Cause they want to like test drive the Ferrari. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, but it's like the, the old games, like, did you ever play Gran Turismo? Yes. So like whenever you start a new game, it's fun starting out with the fucking, little box yeah whatever and then getting the miata and then you get the fucking you know the shitty evo you know like non-turbo whatever and then you get the subaru turbo you know and you build your way up until you have like the fucking viper and then you know the fucking pike's peak or whatever like but once you get to that point it's almost like you want to start over similar to a wipe where you have everything and you want you want things to matter again yep and i feel like what they kind of did was shrink everything down. Some people just want, they want to open up Gran Turismo and they want to do a race or two today with the Viper. Now. Yeah. They want to drive the nice car. Whereas I'm interested in the progression <laughs> of getting all the yeah, licenses and, dude. you know, and I feel like it's almost some of the changes that they've made has slowly gone towards like, you get the you know you get the good stuff and you level up super fast. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe 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 I'm maybe it's just like I'm out of touch and it's a no, perspective you. that you only get. I, I I I totally it's totally plausible that like my playing twenty four hours in the last three days is like an unfair perspective that is unrealistic, you know, but at the same time, yeah. If I wasn't a streamer, 
I would have played exactly that amount on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'd get home from work and I'd play until yeah. 4 a.m. And on Saturday, I'd play all day. And then Sunday, I'd play all day. So it's not just a streamer thing. Yeah. No, I, I get it. And and it's, once again, like, it's a cultural ARPG thing. like Or like a genre-specific ARPG thing where that's the type of game it is. So you're not... You're not just saying I played 24 hours of this game, whatever. You're saying like I played 24 hours of this game and I played hundreds of hours of these other ARPGs and these are what made them great. These are what these why are they were heralded as like these amazing games. So your opinion isn't isn't just like I, you know, was just born. I played this game and here's my opinion. It's like all of that stuff is part of it, too. So, <coughs> yeah, I feel like the people just don't want. I feel like people want. They want to have things like they, mm -hmm. they're entitled to have the best things without putting in any time or effort. Yeah. And it's like, like Call of Duty, you're not going to get the golden AK. Like, yeah. imagine if next week they made the, the you know, the, the yeah. golden AK Call of Duty, it was five headshots instead of 500. Yeah. You know, instead of every AR headshot, you had to get 100. It's suddenly like everybody would have it and it's not cool anymore. Sure. And then when you get it, it's like, well, now what? I, there's nothing for me to do. Yep. So now it's almost like before it used to be you'd get to level 100 and you wouldn't have all of the items you want. And now it's like I feel like I'm level 80 with almost all of the items I want. Yeah. And it's like, well, I don't even want to get to 100 because getting from 80 to 100, what makes that enjoyable is that every time something drops, there's a chance it's the thing you've been looking for. Yeah. But if and you have you everything you're looking excitement, for then it's almost like then it feels more boring and more grindy <laughs> because you're just doing it for the sake of making the number go up. Whereas before it's you're making the number go up and you're making yourself more powerful and you yeah. are also every time you kill something, it's a roll of the dice to try to get that loot box, yeah. you know, to get that thing you've been waiting for. For sure, dude. I mean, it's like it's what we talked about. I don't know if it was here or. On the PP, but like it's what we talked about when we were talking about like hard games. Like Tarkov has gone through a little bit of that. I, you know, a lot of Rust creators say the same thing. You know, you and some other Diablo creators have said that about Diablo, where it's like the what the hard, the chase is what made the experience. And without that, that experience isn't fun. Because you learn, you know, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. But you learn that it kind of is, that you're like having nothing and trying to figure out how to make something from it is what made the game fun. Just spawning in with, you know, 100 million rubles and thick cases full of slicks. It's like, well, what am I doing then? You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, in Tarkov. That's arena. Yeah. No, actually, not, not, not technically, not really, but it's. Yeah. Because. It's not arena because like arena, the point is that there's no progression. The point of Tarkov is the progression. So to take a game, and this is very true for Diablo, the point is the progression. So to take a game where the point of the game is progression and say, well, hey, we're lessening the progression so you can have what you want more. It's like, but what I re what subconsciously I want is the progression. It's when, when I talk about this in Tarkov all the time, right? We, you know, we get in trouble. We get in big trouble when I'm like, dude, I, went, I wish Tarkov was harder. Because there's a misinterpretation there where it's like, it's only easy because you have 10,000 hours. You know what I mean? Like, if you make it harder for you, whatever. And it's like, you know what I mean when I say that, where it's like, I don't and, want... And they will know when they get better at the game, they'll know what yeah. you mean. I don't want me to have more stuff than you. I want to have less stuff. 
I want to have as much stuff as you. You know what I mean? Like I want to I want to be fighting you with dong or AKs and class 3 armors. You know what I mean? Like and then I want to find I want finding an M4 or like an attachment. I want finding a voodoo to be like, "Oh my god, boys, like I got a freaking voodoo. Like let's go." Yeah. Not just like I have 700. You know, I've got a weapons case full of voodoo right now. You know what I mean? So it's like but, you know, then it's it's the I think like I, I think a big part of it is like streaming culture. You know, it like it like gave the cat, you know, it gave people a common enemy, which is like these streamers ruin everything. They, you know, they do this, they do that. Well, because there the were always chat driving. The, the people come in and all they see is people driving around the Ferraris. And yeah. they, you know, yeah, they they see it like there were always. And this is and this was your point about Diablo, like. Like Diablo, Diablo two was the like quintessential. Like there were homies pulling forty hour weekends in Diablo, but that nobody was like, oh the chads or this. You know what I mean? Like if you ran across one of those guys, you'd be like, oh my god, that guy's crazy leveled, and then whatever, and then that feeling went away. But because you can like now hop into that guy's stream and watch him play, and all of his all of his peers play, and all this kind of stuff, it's like streaming. By and large, of course, streaming did this for some people, but streaming didn't make people play more. They were just like stream. Most people were just streaming what they were going to be playing anyway. But now it's just there's so much more perception of so many people playing so many more hours or X, Y, Z. So it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He shouldn't be able to do this, that or the other. But that's what it was always going to be. So I don't know. It's just it's uh, I mean, we talked about it before. We don't have to go into it again. It's just it's a really, you know, impossible thing where like, Different gamers have different amount of time to play. What's the point of your game? And do the play do the players realize that like <laughs> the grind is the per, is the point? You know, it's almost like um, you know what game like you know what games are almost free from this? Not quite, but like maybe one game specifically from the outside looking in. Daisy, because you can only go one life, like. It's like you can't end up with a hundred million rubles and a slick and a and a thick case full of slicks and guns and it's just like you can You might have a base with like some firepower yeah. there, but it's the 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 like limit I, I don't yeah. know with, with I mean unless you're on like a heavily modded server. Yeah. Um it feels like the the limit is so much lower and that like yeah. you only ever have five lives worth exactly, of shit. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? So they kind of get away from that because like the people with 10,000 hours, you know, smoke drops into a server. He starts just like anybody else. He's trying to find the gun. Smoke might die, you know, 10 times in a row off spawn to people who are on the server that have 100 hours on that server, but smoke only has two hours on that server, even though smoke has 10,000 more hours in DayZ than they have. And so it levels the playing field a bit because... It's kind of like a one life thing, and because um, the progression is really slow, it's just like you got to go find a gun. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> you know, whereas in Tarkov, you can just stack your wealth. You know what I mean? And it's I almost feel like what I almost feel like what they need in Diablo, and this could maybe be interesting in Tarkov, is if you had like once a week, you get a, a like a thirty minute pass where you can go and effectively like you can use your like character builder like build planner on all these different websites mm -hmm. and you can go and say like these are all my items and create them from scratch all the stats everything mm -hmm. and imagine you could just pick a character max level 
all the gear and you have a half an hour to just like play around with the character to test drive yeah. the Ferrari. Cause then you, th- that gives you an example that gives you oh. the opportunity. If you're like, if you're like a, a, a really experienced player to actually do some free quote unquote theory crafting to yeah. test out some crazy ideas that you might have. Um, but, and also it gives the casuals an opportunity to test drive the Ferrari that they might think yeah, they never yeah, get. Yeah. And then they can fucking, raise the ceiling again so yeah yeah the game is more exciting and more rewarding i mean the season's what like four <laughs> months or something like yeah it should like the the most casual players that are playing like for any amount of time they should get to like level 100 on one character in four months like yeah. scale it that way yeah yeah fascinating or maybe stuff not i don't know it's fascinating stuff know? we have uh We've talked about this a lot. We have talked about it a lot on stream. It's an impossible thing. It drives me crazy. Um, but it is what it is. And speaking of that, that's a perfect segue to our next sponsor of this speaking episode. Speaking of accepting. <laughs> speaking of accepting things I cannot change. The next sponsor of our, our episode tonight is BetterHelp. Um, thank you so much, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode. Um, BetterHelp is Awesome, awesome, awesome. I was actually just today earlier talking with somebody who was saying like, dude, like what was that? Like what was the thing you talked about on the podcast again? Like I'm I'm thinking about getting therapy, but I'm not sure. And like it was cool because I was like, dude, like you need to. And it was awesome because it was chat was like, bro, do it. It's awesome. Do it. It's awesome. So because I'm always afraid. I don't want it to seem like this is something I really do care about because I've been through therapy. Um that I don't ever want it to come across like I'm just trying to sell a thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like I'm excited to partner with BetterHelp because I'm so passionate about it. I don't ever want people to confuse those. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, therapy has, has changed my life and some of the people that are closest to me in my life. Uh, it has changed their lives. And so uh, with BetterHelp, it's awesome because it creates a really... Um, easy and flowing and welcoming experience where you can, you know, it's all online. You don't have to worry about driving two hours to somebody's office. You don't have to worry about talking with someone's assistant. You just schedule something with someone. If they don't vibe with you or you don't vibe with them, that's fine. Schedule it with someone else. It's super easy. You find someone you vibe with. Communication is super easy. Scheduling is super easy. It's just like, it just takes so much of the intimidating, like, back and forth out of that experience, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, as we've said before, there's there's an infinite number of reasons why talking to somebody is super important. You know, yeah. whether it's depression, whether it's relationship issues, whether it's motivation, whether it's uh, issues with work, you know, whatever. Um, platform yeah. like BetterHelp is like, like unrivaled like you said the convenience is massive yeah you know quick anecdote when i first uh went to better help the first person i uh i got partnered up with we had an appointment didn't vibe and it was like three check boxes later and i had an appointment the next week with somebody else who i've now been seeing for i don't even know how long a couple of years now yeah and i mean what what better advertisement yeah what better advertisement than i was that I Veritas was giving Jesse uh, empathy uh, to Twitch chat advice earlier. <laughs> yeah, yo, and it's like the, the complete reversal of roles, right? Like that should tell yeah. you, you know? Uh, yeah. So seriously. 
yeah, and, I mean, uh, and I know, like, like legitimately, it's funny. We were talking about this with Valian the other day, but like going into the holidays, like I know that that's a really hard season for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Oh, like winter, dude. Seriously, seasonal, seasonal, seasonal depression, oh, uh, winter. You know, the long nights, or even just like hard. You know, hard times, hard memories. You know what I mean? It's it's, uh, it's it's. It's a it's a real thing. It's a lot of people struggle around this time. So going into that, it's just like if you if you see that coming, you know what I mean? Like if you know that that's a rough time for you every year, um, you don't have to be in the midst of a traumatic experience to benefit from therapy. Like if you just know that this is a hard like I think I mean, Veritas would agree that it's like you would be blown away at how powerful for your brain it is to just speak the words of the things you think all the time to another human and have them like in a judge-free zone just be like, dude, that sucks. Tell me more about that. You know what I mean? And it, yep. oh. so uh so yeah. Thank you so much to BetterHelp. Um uh you can find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcast today and get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp.com slash podcast. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need to come up with something else that applies for, better. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a few other little like anecdotal things. Um, did you see like the marathon tweet that's been going around? Nope. Okay, good. Because this is funny. Um, so do you know what marathon is like Bungie's extraction shooter? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, always, like, I literally, I, for, I, I hear about it once every eight months and I, yeah. and I instantly forget. Yeah. Well, they, they did like a big trailer to show kind of the aesthetic of the game and basically say, Hey, we're making this. They did some, uh, interviews with the devs, but then at the end they were like, we're, we're so far away from release. So like, we just wanted to kind of let you know what we were working on. Right. So like, I've been super keen to like hear more information Dude, I the, so like the I'm not saying that they're, you know, not a real publication, but I had never heard this before. But like somebody tweeted and it was like an article from this publication and it was like <coughs> Bungie invited top escape from Tarkov streamers to play marathon and everybody and nobody liked it. And Bungie asked if this game was to come out tomorrow, who would play it? And nobody raised their hand. And like that Ooh, was wait, it. That okay. was like the salacious, like big wait, wait, news. They they tweeted this, or no? Some like gaming publication tweeted, and like this, they wrote an article about this experience, oh. and it was like, it just like it felt like the most. Like reaching for drama, I don't have anything to tweet today, ever, bro. I just okay. I've just pulled up the marathon, the game Twitter. Are you a content creator? Want to be a part of the future of marathon? Sign up today. I scroll down and I see Tweak, Desmond, Clean, Nice Guy, Hayes, Bazinga, Finest, Tigs, all saying yes, please. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was like I. It was so funny. It smelled super made up to me. Like, Landmark responded to the thing, and Landmark was like, I've literally never heard of this game before. Like, I didn't play it. Like, because everybody was like, if, because it said top streamers. So everyone's like, Landmark played it. But he's like, I don't even know what this game is. Like, I've never played it. 
So, like, I thought it was full fake. Apparently, one peg tweeted out. He was like, one peg was like, I know of two Escape from Tarkov streamers that played the game. I don't know where he gets that inform got that information, but it's so funny because it's so funny on every level. Because, like, A, I kind of just don't believe the article was real at all. B, you can translate that article to be, if we released our game that's not slated to release for two to three more years tomorrow, would you play it? No? Shocked. Like, oh my god. You know? Like, of course. It's like probably gray box. It probably looks like Dr. Disrespect's new game. Of course, I don't want to play it tomorrow. It's not ready. I don't yeah, I don't know. What, what the fuck? Okay, I just clicked on the video too cuz I see I I, th I found the original tweet from uh, the, it's at Destiny Track. Uh new Aztec Ross is reporting that Bungie had escaped from Tarkov streamers play Marathon and they did not seem interested in the game. Bungie asked them if they would play Marathon if it released, quote, tomorrow. The fuck, I would quote that. And no one raised their hand, Doctor. And then there's if a we YouTube... release this game tomorrow. There's a link to a YouTube video that is private. This video is unavailable. <laughs> what, so what the uh, fuck? Yeah, so Adam said if they... <laughs> Adam said if Bungie asked them if they wanted to play Escape from Tarkov tomorrow, nobody would have raised their hand. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah, only, okay, wait, no, I, I'm stealing that right now. <laughs> I'm stealing that quote, tweet. It's so true. New. At, I'm not going to add anybody. Uh, at uh. Veritas Games <laughs> is reporting that BSG had <laughs> quote escape from Tarkov was streamers tomorrow. play Tarkov and they did not seem interested in the game. BSG asked them no I, I no see you see you know what I don't even want to make the joke because I feel bad that that the, the BSG guys was like I'm shitting on them. So I'm oh, I'm, I'm yeah. discarding I'm discarding the tweet. Yeah. Because it's... I feel I don't want to be an asshole. <sighs> Growth. But anyways, it was just funny. Uh apparently also that happened um the day after Bungie did like a huge round of layoffs. So some people are thinking it's just like a completely made up hit piece to try and be like Bungie sucks, Marathon sucks. Which it sucks that Bungie laid off a bunch of people. You know, do I know what's happening in that situation? No. Do I bet that the CEO of Bungie made a bunch of money last year? I'm sure he did. You know, so it's like, I don't know. They had to lay off a bunch of people. And then they announced Marathon got delayed, I think. So, I don't know. All I know was that I read that article and it was like, start, it, it felt like people were like, start yelling, start yelling at each other. Like, fight, fight. And everybody was like, what the, like, what about what? Like, what even is Marathon? And they were like, Fight. It just felt so weird. What is as as T cross as T cross? Uh, what even is this? I don't know. This is bad. I don't know what. I don't know why. I just don't know what this channel is <laughs> like. Yeah, because like I, I looked that, that that was who the original tweet was saying that they reported yeah. that, and then I go to their Twitter and it's not there. So are they just walking it back? I have no idea. I guess. Yeah. <sighs> 
It was weird. It was just funny. Um, Fucking weirdos. He's a streamer for Destiny 2. Oh, it's a dude. I don't know. Cool, man. It was just funny. Um, <laughs> and then I'll, and then I'll, and then I'll... I read this guy's email, Aztec Cross, at mythicktalent.com. Mythic. <laughs> it was like, my thick talent? My thick talent? <laughs> my thick? I'm like, yo, you need another oh C there or something, God, bud. Bro. I read that as my thick talent. Dude. Oh, oh my. shoot. So, you know, it's been a long day, boys. Dude, let me tell you about my Tomachache talent. Oh god. You know, someone told me yesterday they're like, hey, I, I showed that clip to my mom and my dad, and my mom was like like couldn't breathe on the floor <laughs> laughing. I'm like, great, I'm glad you're fucking your mom's roasting me. <laughs> That's so Dude. the laughing stock of moms everywhere. Just kidding. Every every everybody I've ever met, their moms fucking love me. Okay. And his thick talent. <laughs> And my thick talent, yeah. If you know what I mean. <laughs> oh man. Um uh <laughs> in other gaming news, um did you see the new trailer for the day before? Is, we talked about the is, day before, I think. Is right? that the one with the girl, the thick girl booty? Yes. Wait, there's a new trailer? I thought that game got was a scam and was it, yeah, being made. Yeah. Is it now still up for debate? So like th- there's a there's a long history. One day ago. Yeah, with this game. Wait, bro. wait. I we have the technology. Let me pull this we up. We have the technology. I don't know how long the trailer is. It's like three and a half minutes. Narrated. But I'll pull it up by, like, silent. AI generated voiceover. Okay, bro, you know that you know that stereotypical like the male voice that is in all of the yeah all of the like YouTube it doesn't sound like text to speech but it is I don't know I think it is interesting I need to figure out what that voice is and anyway let's uh here but uh Wait, this, that, what the fuck Wait okay that literally it like looks what the fuck this looks nothing like I feel like this is like yeah at first, I thought it was like uh, Call of Duty six and a half. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, oh, but it's also Forza. Like, what the fuck am I looking at? I thought it was just Big Booty Girl jogs through the city. Nope. Yeah, I mean, bruv, nobody knows, man. This game, like, oh, man, this game is just, dude. It, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I Yo, still Streets of Tarkov's looking sick. Yep. Though. There's still a huge part of me that just like doesn't think this game is real. Like this is just these are all just it's just not it's not a real game. Part of me hopes it is. It's like uh I, I don't mean, know. So far it's just buildings. So I mean like how hard is it really? I mean, dude, the game this trailer looks cool and the game looks cool. It was but like so much has happened. It was supposed to be like an This op- is footage from Starfield. What do you mean? <laughs> It was supposed to be like an open world survival game. And then, um, dude, so much has happened. So much has happened. They missed so many dates. And then like, and then they showed like their second trailer. This is like their third trailer. Their second or their fourth. Their second one was like worse, like way worse than the first one. And then they did the third one with like the big booty girl. And it was like weird. And it was all supposed to be how it's like on Unreal Engine 5. And you're supposed to do all these things. And now there's like, 
quests and a hub and it's multiplayer and it's pvp like and division. it's pve yeah it, it's very division vibes the looting looks you know pretty cool more like tarkov and like i uh, dude i don't know there was just like so much hype for this game and then that hype crashed and burned so hard because they like missed a bunch of dates and they like missed a bunch of weird stuff and then they didn't file the trademark for their name so like the day before got trademarked by somebody else so then they had to delist it from Steam. And apparently they just won the trademark battle. So it's listed back on Steam. But it was like they had to like. But it was weird because they were like a month away from the release date of the game. And they were like, oh, my God, we forgot to trademark the title. We have to delay the game now. And everyone's like, you don't have to delay the we game. We got to delay the game of two and a half years. Yeah, they dude. were like, you don't have to delay the game because the name you have to delay the game because it's not ready, bro. Like, I don't know. And then, uh, and then they're adding all this stuff, like the the driving, and everyone's like, "Is this Forza?" Oh, and one of their trailers, dude, somebody broke down. One of their trailers was shot for shot a Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two trailer, but they just remade it with their own assets. Dude, you know what like, the fuck is a bunch of dudes chilling in a hot tub? What the yep. fuck am I witnessing? Dude, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Dude, you know how many times that's been like, that's been a thing that has been called out so many times before. You'd think that, God, what was it? There was like somebody that got called out for a website and the I don't remember what the context was. I just remember them getting called out and then their website was like straight up just a copy yeah. of some other website with like the copy changed. Dude. Um, and like the images changed, but it was like, I don't even remember the details, dude. What? The and so like, it was a call of duty trailer. They put out this like super weird video of like interviewing with the devs. And it's like, uh, because it's like, a does it look AI? It looks like a deep fake. Well, they were like, a lot of them were like volunteers. They were like, I'm so happy to be volunteering and working on this game. And like, they were all like weirdly super happy to be there. And like, dude, it just. It just it just doesn't all add up, dude. Like everything they talk about the game and the features, you're like, yeah, that's sick. I want that in a survival game. But it just like it just doesn't. It just it feels this whole thing feels like a multi-year like AI generated scam. What the fuck? They've got fully like fully featured dude, like, yeah. base building. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like at this point, I'm like 90% the game gets delayed again and it's not a real game. And 10% and 2%. Mm, here it is. 50% the game gets delayed again. It's not even a real game. All right. 50% chance that happens. 40% chance they release it and it's like full dead matter, jank, literal like gray box alpha state, but they release it anyway. 10% chance the game is like nuts and blows us away. And it's like amazing. Like that's that's where I'm at right now, and I hope I mean, like, it's the ten percent. I mean, like literally, this is the only thing that, like this this sequence right here, yeah. is the only. I want to say the word gameplay, but I don't mean gameplay. But like yeah. everything else is just people walking around through buildings, yeah. and like like the the gun animations and stuff are cool, but yeah. like but like you can you can you can just drag and drop like pre-made assets. Yep. And I'm not saying that that's what this is. No. But, like, yeah. What's the game? What's the game? Dude. What's the story? What am I doing? Why do I care? Like none of that dude. is here. It doesn't. I don't know, man, it, I, dude. I don't know, but it's just going to be, it's going to be like a, a nice looking environment. Yeah. That with some cool guns and you're going to walk around through an empty city where the occasional horde of zombies are going to run at you. And yeah. that's it. 
There's going to be no story. Dude. There's going to be no game modes. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. And like the history of this game dev is like a fantastic is, is who they're called. It's like super sketch. They have only, they've made like, three. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's fantastic. Oh it's no. Not fantastic. They've made like three games, two of them. They just like dropped support. For, like one of the games they dropped support for like three weeks after the game launched. Cause like nobody was playing it. I, I don't know, dude. It like, and big booty girl's gone. Yeah. Now I'm like, it suddenly now it's just a bunch of dudes in a hot tub. <laughs> Yep. What the fuck happened? Just Bud's doing Bud stuff in a hot tub. You know what I mean? Yeah, Bud's doing Bud stuff. Exactly. No, Bud stuff. Yeah. No. I, listen, we don't kink shame here. <laughs> you can do you do Bud stuff if you want. Like I didn't give you a hard time at TwitchCon for what you yeah. guys were doing. Listen, what happens in Vegas? You know. Um. Yeah. It. Yeah. Somebody said it, it feels like they're catering to all audiences. Like it feels like it's just like buzzword the game. Open world, immersive story, modular, hardcore experience, bespoke, custom mis- missions, NPC. You know, it's just like it's like buzzword. The, 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 the dude video has game. The, the dude just has a fast MT and he's driving a Bugatti. Yeah, and there's zombies, yeah. and it's like, and like, there's if only there was like an alien strip club, yeah. it would have everything. <laughs> yeah, like Starfield. I I want it to be great. I hope it's great. I think it's going to be a meme, but I hope it's great. Do not pre-order it, right? Like enough people have. It was the number one wishlisted game on Steam for a long time. Just wait and watch what happens on day one. And then if it's fun, then maybe get it. But don't don't spend money on this. I'm very excited to see what happens. I'm very invested in seeing what happens. I have not purchased it either, but like, dude. I want it to be great. I want it to blow the gaming consciousness away and just like be phenomenal. I do not think that that's going to happen. The broad, like, here's the thing: even if it is going to be phenomenal, there's no way anybody could tell because what is it phenomenal at? Yeah. I don't even know what it is. It looks like a demo of like an Unreal. It looks like a like a. It looks like the Unity 4.0 demo yeah. project. Yes, it does. It's supposed like, to be. I mean, maybe the audio is the audio like it's been four years since I've no. seen the light of day. The audio I need to find my daughter. The, the audio is, is like like, like a corporate piano music. And it's like in the day before you're able to drive cars <laughs> to the farthest reaches of the map. I'm, I swear to God, dude. I oh, swear to God. Shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No fucking chance, dude. It's wild. It's friggin' wild. Uh. I'm I'm literally asking ChatGPT to generate me <laughs> the thing, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna speak it. Generate what? Oh, the uh, like, uh, the tr- the stock trailer voiceover. Yeah. So, uh, it's supposed to be like Daisy set in the Divisions map, if that makes sense. Like, open world survival, but in like a city, but then also. With missions and quest givers and like, I don't know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. In a world, <laughs> unironically, in a world overrun by the undead. Wait. Oh, yes. We need the visual. In a world overrun by the undead, survival is not just a goal. It's the only rule. Introducing 
the day before colon humanity's edge <laughs> thanks catch you the ultimate zombie survival experience in the shadow of civilization's collapse you're among the few remaining souls fighting to reclaim a shred of normalcy amidst the chaos craft weapons from remnants of the old world fortify your shelter and fend off relentless hordes of pure adrenaline and raw instinct <sighs> navigate through treacherous terrain from urban wastelands to eerie rural enclaves each with its own dangers and secrets trust in your fellow survivors but be prepared to face the ultimate betrayal can you survive the night? Can you rebuild what's lost? Can you hold on to your humanity when all around you have lost theirs? The day before, colon, humanity's edge, <laughs> where every choice is life or death, and every moment is a fight for the future. Coming soon. Will you be ready? For my thick talent? I love how it literally added colon, humanity's edge. Humanity's edge. <laughs> colon, humanity's edge. Fates. Oh, Two. so that so releases December 7th, man. The game officially releases December 7th. It's only Wait. the 11th official release date. Wait, the official release date? And we don't know what the game is about. No. So, uh, I love how it started with in a world, like unironically, yep, too. Yep. Jesus Christ. So, uh, <sighs> could be great. This trailer, I'm not. I'm like reading it, and it actually it's better than what we saw. It literally had like breaks in between where it's like the screen flashes with quick cuts of abandoned cities, darkened forests, and derelict suburbs. Gunshots echo. The screen shows a makeshift barricade being breached by a swarm of decaying figures. The camera pans to the group of survivors, tense and ready. Oh yeah. Before cutting to a silhouette betraying another, with a swift shadowed movement. The captions hit harder better. than the trailer. It's literally better. <sighs> Damn. Well, we'll see, dude, on December 7th, 2027, maybe. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That is uh, that is the stuff. That is the stuff for this week. Hostess. Hostess. I am going to go pass out and hopefully feel better tomorrow. You're going to get some more Diablo in. I don't think so. I yeah. don't think so. I'm fucking tired. I got up mad early and my pectorals and my mm. back. I did chest chest and back yesterday and I'm I'm sorry, two days ago. So I like I said, I feel like there's a an entire school bus yep. on me and I wanna go just sort of cry in my bed and like a child. I feel that. Well I'll be crying with you. Dude, yeah, host a sponsorship win. Come on. Yeah, what the fuck? Come on. Fresh goes better. <laughs> Hosted freshness. Well, there goes our opportunity at a hostess sponsor. Um, nah, dude, they love that shit. Hostess is real. True, hostess They're is real, now. dude. They're edgy now. Um, but yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging. We appreciate you guys. If you're interested in this and more like it, you can head to Patreon.com/slash/thePodcastPod and get signed up for an, a new ep, an extra episode every week, an extra episode, and early access to these episodes pretty unbelievable over there the people I mean, everybody says the best content they've ever seen in their lives ever literally everybody says that so don't everybody miss out talks on that. about how good it is everybody everybody talks about how good it is uh so yeah that's that and uh thank you guys for hanging thank you again to factor and better help for sponsoring this episode 
And uh, this will be live on all the places on Monday. I did forget and posted it mad late on Monday this week. I do apologize about that. Idiot. I know, I know, dude. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for hanging. Thank you for being here. And we will definitely see y'all on the next one. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs>